nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one.
That passing by uh, Lynn Morgan came out on the Pat McAfee show. She was a guest this week. It was an honor to interview our champion. She has obviously been working for this moment for a long time. She knows Ronda's tough, but she can't wait for SummerSlam. What the hell? What are you doing? What the hell are you doing? about being grateful for the opportunities and the work that you put in to better your life. But instead, it feels like Lacey Evans has the complete opposite attitude towards the country that she decided to defend. I've never seen a vet get you sucked out of a building. Lacey has certainly earned that. Oh, that's no way to treat an American hero now. Come on. You people should be ashamed of yourself. You know, I don't expect you idiots to know this, but the city of Boston was founded by American heroes. By hardworking, motivated, 
people like me. Hey, it's no wonder Tom Brady left this pathetic waste of a dunk city. Oh, jeez. Hey, you know, I've accomplished more just today. Like, from the time I wake up to me being here right now than all of you had in an entire year. That's a hard pill to swallow, ain't it? Some accomplished Bostonians. Hey, I'm looking at all these little kids looking up at their mamas like, what have you accomplished lately? Nothing! They've accomplished nothing. Hey, you know why I'm so accomplished? Because I wake up, I work, and I win. In fact, y'all should all get out a pen and a paper and take notes. Because there's not a single person in this entire building that could walk a mile in my shoes. You taking notes? Because I'm better than every single one of you. Wow. Oh, get her back. I'll take care of you in a minute after I make these nasty, sad excuses. Give me the respect that I deserve. Oh, woman's right! And a cheap shot by Evans. I mean, Lacey is really everything that's wrong with everything right now. Oh, nobody home! Off the ring post, Madcap looking to make a tag. And he does, and here comes Dawkins. Angelo Dawkins, oh, how he moves for a big man. He's only getting better with time as well. Oh! Big old athletic tight end. Massive. Dawkins into the corner. It's, oh, and it's Seguri. You see that? Almost couldn't catch him with his foot, got him with his knee instead. And now Dawkins and Jameson with a kick right to the midsection. Smack to the mouth. Tag made Montez Ford legal. Don't think Jey Uso realizes it as Dawkins. Jey Uso kind of in a whirlwind. Oh, look at that cross body. Lateral press by Ford and a kick out by Jay. Montez Ford has been nothing short of spectacular. Montez lands on his feet. Getting out of Jay and another one. Montez Ford with a step up in Zaguri. Sends Jay into the corner. Out to the apron goes Ford. Oh, and he caught Jay again. And now Jimmy Uso. Damn. Somebody's gum just hit me in the yeah. face. And Theory as well. Montez. Oh, and Montez right off our announce table. That was ugly. Montez was cleaning house. And now Montez said into the timekeeper's area. Theory and the Usos have taken over here on SmackDown. Next week, Roman Reigns. Force a tag. He's got 
guys are teammates. Well, tonight, by the way, eat a super kick. Theory talked about cashing in on Roman earlier, trying to walk out on the Usos just now. It didn't end it just as well as we all thought it would for the fall. And now Dawkins into the fray. The Usos now double team on Dawkins. Look out, Montez Ford gonna fly! the future. And Madcap building momentum, ducks underneath. Oh, that tackle driving theory to the mat. Going 20 plus miles an hour, flying off the ropes. Madcap barreling into theory. He was trying to make it to his feet somehow. And now once again, briefcase in hand. Another moment that we can look back on as being this company ruined by theory the youngest money in the bank champion taking the easy way out yeah a week from tomorrow night theory could be united states champion he could end the night as undisputed champion now beating the hell of a man who he says embarrassed him last week on smackdown madcap this person being the face of the company would be terrible for all parties Swing of the briefcase. Oh my God! I heard there is an angry beast in Boston. I thought I did too. Boston thought we all thought the beast is in Boston. Hey, Theory, what is this you've been saying about cashing in on Brock if he wins next week? Look at that yoke alpha male of our species. Uh, Patty could be the next undisputed champion a week from tomorrow night. Last man standing against Roman Reigns, where Brock Lesnar can do anything he wants to do to the current champion. And tonight may do anything he wants to do to Theory. We've seen what Brock has done to Theory in the past. Remember Elimination Chamber? I mean, obviously, we know what Brock Lesnar could do to Theory if he wanted to with the snap of his fingers. Cowboy hat die. I'm no psychic, but things are about to escalate. And Brock goes right after Theory. The briefcase wasn't much help, and Theory now gonna take a ride. And at five, to Theory. Oh no, 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 oh my God. Brock Lesnar with a weapon. It's not good. He's beating the hell out of Theory. And Pat, this could be Roman Reigns.
Vosch. Brain is still rattled from the shock. When they leave it in the box, it's enough to call a medically up. Stop watch, get it locked when I rock. Let them all just hop the block. Okay. Better save your name. Ain't your kitties on now, the snake and bad as cut for stranger things. Man, stealing some plates. But they never call the cops. Ex presidential with a plaque. Springsburg never had my own flag. Miami where the bass is dropping. The red lights blink, but you just don't stop. Gotta get that pop, gotta raise them crops. She popped that top and the cat is lazy. Well, this rap pack is quite flavored. Sammy Davis in a manger. Drinking again is killing the patheter. Singing is leaning into her labia. Kick drums humming, slaving ya. Split crumbs up, we're baking ya. See, this one's cut your steak enough. Sick mix up of unstable or time. Feeling the vibe. Gripping the steering wheel of this car that I drive. They wanna see our demise. They got the greenest of vibes. Ignoring warnings from foes like car alarms in a nine. Well, alright. Even though they listen, they don't ever really hear us. Their condition is conditioned. Yeah, they let us smoke and mirrors. Watch them turning up their radios and act like they don't need us. But eventually, the fact is that they all end up believing us. Because even though they listen, they don't ever really hear us. Their condition is conditioned. Yeah, they let us smoke and mirrors. Watch them turning up their radios and act like they don't need us. But eventually, the fact is that they all end up believing us. Can you dig? In a world full of pigs. All of the kids Wanna tell them don't live like this Get an axe in the back of the ones With a tap to be stalking where you live They gon' turn on the map Then watch you stack everything That they want you to give Man, they been tuned in But they ain't got enough loot They all scared of the movement Greasy elbows Only way to break through Even though we the truth America eats it too But don't fret me A wreck won't dip Motherfucker got an axe to pick Come on, you About two crews Came through to break through Lose the tunics Veteran of cuckoo When you screw like two nudie eunuchs Life in a battle guard yeah. Mad Mike's out on Shattered Yard Your dad's wife took a saddle off To cattle paw my cattle paw It's true, dude We bruised through them Broke most of fragments We time cruise that bitch While they all turn to ashes Ain't fucking wait no samples Cause I can't clear these classics No need we got that heat Besides we don't need these bastards Even though they listen They don't ever really hear us The condition is conditioned Yeah, they like smoke and mirrors Watch them turning up their radios And act like they don't need us Watch eventually the fact Welcome to the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk. I'm your host, Jimmy T. My host is back once again. He's joined me pretty much all day, all night. Jeff Lippman, the unswerved Jeff Lippman. Welcome to the Smack Talk. And welcome once again to Friday Nights. To that two-piece feed Fridays, that is. The back-to-back double smack. <laughs> double smack right in the arm. But um, what, what, what's up? You changed your shirt? Or? No, I was the same shirt before that. Actually, as a matter of fact, huh? you didn't notice on the carnage. I, I just always see you in a feeler hoodie. Yeah, well, I'm wearing my Panathinaikos soccer top, which is a Greek club in, in Greece, obviously. And uh, yeah, even though you think it's Irish, 
or something like that. But it's not. But since we're in Beantown, why not wear it, right? I mean, shit. We are in Beantown. We were on site. We were, we were uh, backstage. <laughs> we were. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we definitely covering were. Covering stories, breaking news. <laughs> we, we were. We were definitely on site with our pastors, our backstage pastors, shall we say. We mm-hmm. said it on the extra. And if you haven't heard the extra yet, go back and listen to it or watch it. Because we both said we ain't going to be swerved by this shit. But Brock Lesnar swerved the internet. And um, I just didn't buy it, man. I just didn't think he's that unprofessional. But um, and clearly he wasn't. And he looks he happy. Care. I mean, he just doesn't. It's not been his history. I mean, I understand that, that, that we at some point we said, OK, let's just assume this is true and let's talk about it then. But it just I mean, my only reservation was that they usually don't do anything clever, but the regime has changed. I said the pronoun has changed. They is now different. So if this is a swerve, this is a, a sign of good things to come and, and well done to, to play on what's going on. And it's funny because, uh, you know, Al, you know, people are still saying there wasn't a swerve. The plans changed or Heyman went out and, and talked them down and talked them to come back. And Alvaro said something. He said the conversation was some derivative of, of, of he's gone. I'm gone. So I said the conversation was some derivative. If he's going for dinner, I'm going to go get some wings. Anybody wants spicy? <laughs> I mean, seriously, these idiots, and I'm going to say it now at the Observer and i'm looking at you fight fool all right who reported this shit for fucking fact and you know it's funny we both knew before we did the original extra about vincent kennedy mcmahon which you can also check right here on the pwc network that you know we saw that report but we both didn't buy it to the point where we didn't even think we needed to bring it up because it was just bullshit clearly uh, yeah, these no, mark somebody- cards yeah, somebody sent right. us a message. One of the viewers said that Brock Lesnar left SmackDown. Oh, yes, it was. It was. And, and it, it was Big Ray Hernandez. Shout out. Um, and shout everyone out at the Ray. hustle. Oh, and Tommy Media Group. And Ch- I mean, he's on all of them. He's everywhere. And channelattitude.com, man. Yeah. Um, and we're and I think we both thought it was just a joke. He was just he was just piling on because we were live on the air. We weren't checking things out. And then when when we when we were shutting down, both of us saw on Twitter, we're like, wait a minute, people are acting like this is real. And then like, are we gonna are we gonna do we need to go back on there? And and we're and we're like, yeah, let's do an extra extra. Yeah, well, and we and the extra extra we did, it was only a quick 15 minute sort of recap of what we've just found out. But I did see on Twitter before we did go on the air, but I just blew past it. I just didn't think nothing of it. And it wasn't actually a report from the dirt sheets, because in fact the second I saw that, I mean, we went for a good two hours on the extra. And it if you want to include the hard. extra, extra, right, you can chuck in another 20 minutes. So we went about two hours and 20 minutes. But it was exactly two hours after the fact that all these reports actually came out. And I find them hilarious. I mean, have you seen the timeline of these idiots talking? I find it remarkable that all of them are so sure that they can confirm the reports that he left the building, but not a single one of them has a report that he re-entered the building. <laughs> well, that's what they want to say, right? They want to like cover their eyes by saying that. But um, yeah, come on. I mean, teleport I think that would be clearly, clearly, they <laughs> teleported back. He, he, he put, I put mean, on a fake mustache. <laughs> <laughs> 
Call I mean, me if you're Brock Lesnar, what disguise is available to you? The juggernaut? Well, he did have a plat. <laughs> that made him a little different, right? I mean, shit. But, I mean, this is hilarious. And, I, and I'll show you our listeners and viewers what exactly was said online because this shit is fucking funny, man. Like, I mean, it, it's hilarious. I mean, it gets so good that I have to show everybody. But, uh, Go for it. hey, can you believe these freaking idiots ever again? I, I've been saying with Steve, and I'm sure we've talked about it too, that, that I've been sure for at least the last half a year that, that routinely WWE leaks and puts out false information just so that the dirt sheets run with it so that they're wrong as often if not more often than they're right just to troll them and to discredit them and just to sort of fun with them and you know and alvarez and Meltzer haven't picked up on it yet unbelievable well lucky Meltzer wasn't actually reporting it i don't think funny enough ironically but um you got to check this shit out dude i mean it is hilarious I will, I will throw it up. Just give me a um, moment. I'm but right here. It, it's so good. It's so good because thanks to our boy, William Alicia from uh, Hamid Media Group, shout outs to Will, who actually posted all this. Uh, I mean, uh, it, it's hilarious. And, and I'm getting to that in a moment. But um, like we were saying, man, we're never going to buy this shit. This is never going to go down. I just didn't, like, I don't know, man. It just, I didn't believe it for a moment. In short, say there was, a few complications, just say. Sure, but also um, in this climate, you don't want to dismiss it entirely because, you know, I don't know about you. I don't remember time, but I jumped on Sasha and Naomi, you know, for, for leaving right before the show, that that was right. unprofessional, just like Steve Austin 20 years earlier. It was un, it's unprofessional then. And I did not want to not say the same thing about Brock, lest, you know, you be accused of treating you know, people different due to gender, ethnicity, race, color, anything like that, or just personal favorites. Um, oh, but I just never really believed this. But if it was true, I wanted to say, yeah, that's definitely unprofessional. Absolutely the, the same ramification sanctions, maybe even more because he's he's more important and it's at a really shitty time to be, you know, doing this kind of bad news stuff or to be trying to do this renegotiation ploy or whatever it is. And then, you know, we were dreading the stories of Goldberg and that, that can't be it. It's just... Goldberg's just the always placeholder. You don't know who the opponent is. Just put a picture of Goldberg there. Oh, boy. Imagine the fucking hissy fits if Goldberg fucking, if you heard the. Oh, it would have been death. Uh, but check this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at this from the Observer. Brock Lesnar walked out of SmackDown prior to tonight's broadcast. Brian Alvarez reported Friday afternoon that Lesnar left as soon as word got out that Vince had announced his retirement from WWE. Alvarez reported that the line Lesnar gave was <laughs> derivative of, if he's gone, I'm gone. If he's gone for dinner, I'm going for dinner. Anybody <laughs> wants spicy wings. I mean, it's I mean, it's amazing how you can get confirmation someone left the building, but there's no possible way that you, you can find out that he went back. I mean, it's just... You know. It's so easy. I mean, people say kayfabe is dead, right? But like we were saying, we've both said this on numerous occasions that the WWE uh, PA thing or whatever, whoever's doing it, the marketing team, whoever's leaking out this shit on purpose are geniuses because they fool everybody every time. I'm looking at you, Track. All right, you got fooled, boy. I don't care what you said. I'm talking about A-Track Brown. 
Mm-hmm. You're definitely fooled, and be, you know, credit to him, he actually admitted he got fooled. But look at this <laughs> shit by Brian Alvarez. Brock so the track is nothing if not completely honest and probably too much so. He likes impact, so he's got flaws, but you know. Look at this shit, Jeff. You're right, absolutely. Talent meeting in 30 minutes. <laughs> mm. Come on. Several sources. Brock Lesnar has left SmackDown. Look at, look but, at the amount of retweets. Not a single source says he came back. Maybe he just went out for source. It's funny. Jimmy Seafood here retweet, you know, sent back to him with a, like a smiley face, like a sarcastic face. Sauces. Really? <laughs> oh, well, there you go. See, Greeks think alike. That's right. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what he heard. Sauces. Hey, I'm getting wings. What kind of dipping sauces you guys want? Ranch, <laughs> buffalo, honey mustard. Gotcha. I got it. Yeah. That is brilliant. I'm, I'm, I'm treating. And yeah, shout out to Jimmy Seafood in Baltimore. Yeah. I mean, hey, apparently they're one of the best. I mean, come on. Good stuff. They're Greek. They've got to be good. Absolutely. And look at this. It keeps going. It keeps going. It's, it, it gets of even more it keeps going. Jeff. Well, it's a, this it is gets, the same tweet. Yeah, I know. Look, it's just there was even a point where, uh, what's the idiot that fightful again? What's his name? <laughs> uh, the oh, Sean Ross Sapp is the idiot. That That's fightful. it, Sean Ross Sapp, right? Him and Sean Ross Sapp and Brian Alvarez were both talking together on Twitter, like you know, right? They're they're, well, they're each other's sources. Yeah, well, clearly they had source on their faces because I would love to hear what Alvarez has to say. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'd love to know what they got to say. I mean, maybe I'll tune into the Observer later on just to fucking have a good laugh, Jeff. Yeah, the the the, the backtracking. Well, yeah, we weren't wrong. We did. We hundred percent got it. I heard the messages. I saw. The text. <laughs> yeah, I can't reveal the sources, of course. Uh, of course, they can't reveal the sources, but I, I can reveal it right now, Jeff. It was bolognese. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? <laughs> you never trust a bolognese. Um, it, you know, oh, I respect journalists not revealing their sources, even if you're not exactly a journalist. But when you are wrong, as often as you're right, if not more so, then you have to start revealing your sources because they're not really sources. Yep. They're not. They're not really sources. I'm sorry, guys, but you know, what? You I, like I broke is. the story tonight that Shanky wasn't going to dance during SmackDown oh. tonight. He fucking God, did he was dance. Really but mad. He sort loved of. Vince McMahon, and he said, really? "If Vince is gone, <laughs> you you're gonna have to curry me in." Oh, mm-hmm. speaking of sources or powders, whatever you want to call it, that's right. And I mean, we're starting the racist Olympics early tonight, and Jeff's in the lead. <laughs> Jeff's definitely in the lead. <laughs> I mean, wait, you said that's it. what the Chinese but, whispers say, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, hey, that that you never. I never until last heard of oh, Chinese whispers. Never heard it before last show. So you never heard of it? You you were legitimately puzzled by what Chinese whispers actually mean. I've, I've never heard that phrase. Wow, wow. Well, that's a phrase that we like to say. I'm, I know other Americans know that phrase because I've heard him say it too. But um, yeah, it's just something we used to say when it's rumors, you know, sources. Oh, we call the we call those Greek whispers. <laughs> touche, touche. <laughs> well, well, anyway, uh, let's get into fucking SmackDown because we start off with Stephanie McMahon as she welcomes us to the show and jumps right into it, talking about Mr. McMahon announcing his retirement. She says he wanted to make sure to thank us all in his retirement, but she thinks this is the moment we should take to thank him. And she leads the crowd in a 
thank you, Vince. Thank you, Vince, Chad, before leaving. And I want to just point out, she looked rattled. Yeah, she definitely got emotional. And I think she's learning the, the lesson of a few years ago when they said there is no more authority. You are the authority. And then they proceeded to do exactly the opposite of what they said they would do. So they're, you know, she's sort of following her father's model and keeping it short and leaving, which is fine. I was expecting a little bit more. Um, yeah, same. I'm not sure what the wisdom of that would have been. So this, all things considered, this is probably better than whatever she would have said. But yeah, she she started out full McMahon, full brim and vigor and confident. But yeah, she she got emotional and ah, she got it short. It was, it was better than the Titus speech that that you know that was like for the Boy Scouts. Oh no doubt for sure. Um, also, I want to point out now just before we go back to like SmackDown. With Brock, you could tell something was up anyway because the main event started pretty early. That match wasn't going to go for friggin' 35 minutes. There was no way that match was going to go that long. Although they did try to play us a little bit because at one stage I was looking at the time and I'm like, damn, there's only five minutes to go, right? So, And they were stretching it out. They tried to stretch it as much as possible. And then Brock's music hits and I laughed my ass off. Well, I knew that... I mean, listen, I... My spider sense, as was yours, was was tingling when this whole thing. But when Theory in the beginning of the show said whether I cashed in on Roman Reigns or Brock oh, Lesnar, there's no way they would have let him say that if they didn't if they didn't at least have a good faith belief that he'd be back. And then later on, about an hour or so later, unlike Raw, they didn't have they didn't have SummerSlam commercials every five goddamn minutes. Oh like, my god, dude! Yeah. <laughs> that was I was just gonna say that. Like no. you said, there was a SmackDown commercial. Every two seconds, it felt like, and it was specifically, oh, what did I say? What did I just say? Smackdown. Oh, sorry, SummerSlam. Well, was it SummerSlam for me right now? But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. Well, anyway, yeah, they were advertising every two seconds, and in particular, the Roman it, Reigns. They showed Brock Lesnar in it, and you knew by oh. that time he would have been edited out. If it, you know, if 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 there ever was anything, if it wasn't worked out. So yeah, but you're right. Also, also the clock gave it away. Yeah, but what's funny is that, uh, you know, these fans out there, you know, we're, we're fans, obviously, right? Of course. But why why are we the only two that felt like the whole internet was saying the opposite to what we were saying? We both said, this is not happening. It's surely not happening. Even though, sure, there was a little doubt, but it didn't really creep in totally, right? I still leaned towards, this is a work. Listen, it's and, been a big uh, day in wrestling news to start doubting sure? wrestling news. I mean, things that you right. didn't think that, you know, in the beginning of the day, it started with, with Triple H being back at his duties as EVP, head of talent relations. I mean, that's something that, that nobody thought they were going to see for a, a while. Right. No one quite believes that, that Stephanie, I mean, I'm still saying that, that you know, you think Stephanie's the, the CEO, Vince is still going to be running that company by text. Nah, he sort of pushed Triple H out yeah. and Triple H is is not just in, but he's above NXT. He's he's out of his little fiefdom. He's he's on the big enchilada. Um, so why? I mean, there's a reason why the PWC shows are so popular, and and why you know we're on five different networks, and we're some of the fastest growing podcasts out there because we're not idiots, Absolutely. and we're entertaining, and we're handsome, and we have Lily. Yeah, we do have Lily, and yes, you're right, and I'll, and I'm proud to actually say. That we weren't swerved, just That's quietly. Right. So if you want the real news, come here to the PWC network where I guarantee you we're not going to give you some sort of bullshit 
sauces. And the right. only sauce we talk about is pasta sauce, mm-hmm. some other sauce. Buffalo that wings, sauce. dipping sauces. Buffalo wings, dipping sauces, absolutely. Yeah. Take That's that change, we... Strickland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There goes his gimmick. He was for, he was for he sure. Was... Well, not only... <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, not only, though, did Brock swerve, um, you know, everybody, but he's taken two gimmicks already. First, now he's the real cowboy shit. 100%. And, and now he's also swerve. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> and he looked happy, dude. He looked happy because it's like, surprise. Yeah, absolutely. He's like, yeah, we pulled this shit off. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. So that, that, there's there's your start of the show about Stephanie McMahon, though. So we'll get back to to the smacker down as we get um, the street profits making their entrance and get on the mic. They talk up some crowd. Say they came through win. the crowds, you know, a little bit more life, a little bit more interaction. You know, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking for little changes. You know, nothing's going to change overnight, but little changes, and that that's a change. I did see a lot of changes to be look, it was very unorganized too, to be truthful, right? In many ways it was, but that's expected. I mean, especially with the wrenches that were thrown today with all the news and uh and including Vince McMahon and, and even Brock Lesnar. So, you know, it was expected. But anyway, they talk up some same and they say they're gonna win the tag titles, enter Austin Theory to cut a promo. Um he goes on to say how nothing matters at Summer Sam except him and cashing in whether on Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar, as you said earlier, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Into the Usos yelling at Theory to keep the Tribal Chief's name out of his mouth. And neither Montez Ford nor his wife are leaving Summer's name with championships. And I'm going to stop right there. First of all, once Theory said that, and I liked what he said, he totally ignored what he said and went for the Usos. That was silly. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's weird because he's in the middle of two factions talking tough and it's sort of like... Heels versus heels, then it's heels, you know, or heel versus faces. Then he sort of turns the tables. But I did like the reality because I don't know that they've ever acknowledged on air that Bianca and Montez are married, though they have like on pre shows for pay per views or PLEs. But they don't make a big deal of it. I mean, you know, they did with Seth and Becky for a while, they've they've dialed it back, but you know, it, it. I don't know. I this, this was the most blatant I've seen. It's not like Miz and Maurice, where you know everyone knows that's a thing. Well, that's probably down to them. You know what I mean? Not really caring that you know they're out in Maybe. the public like that. I don't know. I, I think the WWE wants their their sex symbols to be single or to be perceived to be single. Well, today's generation don't don't agree because it feels like everyone's hooking up with everybody, dude. I, I just thought that you weren't allowed to have sex symbols anymore. That the uh, that body shaming or, or or glamorizing or whatever, you know, whatever it is, it's 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 wrong. Anyway, yeah. So this this was sort of a weird. I mean, it was fast. It was interesting. It was a weird dynamic, it but it was yeah. It, it was yeah. I, I mean, and then you know they they all wanted to beat up theory, but theory ducked out of the way in true chicken shit, Sami Zayn heel fashion. And they, the Usos and the street profits were happy enough to fight with each other. And then Madcap Moss comes down and goes into theory, which, yeah, I mean, validates what most people think that Austin theory will definitely not successfully cash in a cash in because I mean, clearly they're, they're, you know, they're going to set him up for a few with Madcap Moss. I actually think he won't actually attempt to cash in as Summer Sam. He will come out acting like he's going to cash in, 
but he's not going to cash in. You know what I mean? So that's that's my opinion. Oh, he's definitely holding that case for a while. He's gonna he's gonna be oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, an antagonist, uh, irritant for a while. You know what would be absolutely hilarious though, Jeff? If we still go the Cody Rhodes route, right, where he wins a championship at WrestleMania, and then Austin Theory comes. Oh boy! If you want to build some heat, and I mean some absolute mega heat, that's the way to go, dude. Listen, I mean it will just know, make the fans pissed. You know who would approve of that idea? Who's dusty, that? definitely, it's a dusty finish. That's a dust. That's I mean, a seriously, dusty move. He gets the title and he loses it again, and then it's all about the chase. Absolutely, and I think it's good for Cody to do that because then there'll be doubt. You know, everyone would be like, "Can you imagine the hoorah?" Like it'll be like, "Oh my god, they screwed him!" Blah blah blah. He's never going to win the championship. Blah blah blah. Remember, I said it right here, right now, on the PWC Network because that's I just that's the feeling I get. And why not go that way? I'm all for it. I mean, why not? I don't know. It, it sounds good to me. I don't think they'll do it, but who knows? I mean, listen, the the creative vision that existed four days ago is not the creative vision that's right now. And the creative vision right now probably doesn't is is very blurred because they're I think they're still trying to figure out what pieces do we have on the board, what are we adding, what are we subtracting, where are we going with this? I mean, I think that they feel like they have a lot of things to fix. The amazing thing is the only thing they have to fix is the actual in-ring product, the thing that all these people have the most experience with, the things that most wrestling promotions fail with, getting big time, getting network deals, getting serious money, having business partnerships. All that's there. They're sponsored up the wazoo. Yeah, I mean, no, they so, are. so this, I mean, while it doesn't happen overnight, this should be the easiest thing to fix. No, you, you're right. And look, it won't happen overnight, but it will happen. I'm sure you people have, have heard that. All they have to do is the way. NWA stories. They don't need to be complex. They just, it just needs to be okay. No, you're right. You're, I agree with you, man. Absolutely agree with you. And uh, yeah, no, you're right. But um, look, oh, I just want to point out the only thing I'm disappointed with the whole Vince McMahon thing, which I forgot to mention on the extra, and same with you, and I'm sure you will agree. Is this the way Vince McMahon wants to go out, though? I mean, not not coming out publicly saying that. The only thing I find really weird is the fact it was just done with a simple tweet, and that was it. Is it the way he wanted to go out? No, but how many people get to go out the way they want to go out? I mean, listen, there were a whole lot of ways that would have been a whole lot worse to go out. Uh, you know, a, a whole lot of more involuntary 30 more, you know, complainants come out publicly, you know, who, you know, who even if they were consensual now, now, now frame it as being victims and everyone would believe it and, and, and possibly real victims. So, you know, so, the, the, you know, the, the, there was nothing good to come of it. So, you know, is the way you want to go? Of course not. He wants to go out with, with the, you know, in front of 100,000 people in the center, you know, standing on the star in Dallas Stadium, simulcast to, you know, 1.5 billion homes around the world, you know. Uh, but no, we, we don't get to make that choice. So th th this, I think, is about as painless as it's going to get. No, for sure. I agree. But I just find that a little bit weird. That's all. But anyway, let's move He's on to the guy who got escorted out of his own business by security. Uh, I can tell you, there's 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 worse ways to have a fall from grace. Oh, you're a character, Jeff, <laughs> for saying that. But uh, there we go. There's another story 
with growing up Jeff Lippman. But well, um, anyway, I, mean, I was already grown up at this point. Well, yeah, but you know, <laughs> I, mean, I, was old, I was five years older than you are now. So, <laughs> oh shit, that was years ago. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, right, many. I'm, well, right. I mean, I, I think that there were still, uh, you know, millions of buffalo roaming the plains. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Well, anyway, we get our first matchup of the evening between Ludwig Kaiser versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I want to point out, Shinsuke seems more over lately. And, yeah. I, and I feel like he seems more motivated too. I also want to point out that they went right to Shinsuke's entrance. Instead of yeah. the seven-minute entrance, it was like a three-minute entrance. Like Things seemed a little bit quicker. And Absolutely. then they remembered it was time to slow down. But still, it was more snap, snap, snap. And yes, there did seem to be a little bit more pep in, Shinsuke, in Shinsuke's step. You know, uh, you know, I think the injuries helped them. Because they're like, hey, we need you. Now Now you're going to be featured. It's like, okay. And I'm all for it too, man. Because as you know, I'm a big fan of Nakamura's. And uh, maybe he's not destroyed after all. Maybe it's time that he gets the push that he truly deserved, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, I, I know that you cool like Akita Sapporo. <laughs> Isn't that a dog? And a beer. <laughs> I like a sashi, actually. That's what I drink if it's Japanese beer. But anyway. Asahi. <laughs> we'll oh, whatever, man. Asahi. All right, happy. Saki Asahi. She's, like no, she's, she's with, she's with <laughs> stardom, I think. Saki, <laughs> Saki, Saki. <laughs> you get it? <laughs> I do. I anyway. get it. it was a good one, but I got it. Well, anyway, so to my surprise, Dudu Keza ends up winning by pinfall with a square hammer DDT. But post match, we get Gunther yelling at Ludwig <laughs> to stand tall on the stage and then chops him down and talks Austrian slash German as we see Lee Morgan and Ronda Rousey getting marked up backstage to send us to the break. But I will point out, I kind of like what Gunther is doing to Kaiser because those chops. <laughs> but he won. Laugh, man. He, he's I not know, supposed I... to get chopped when he succeeds. But let me tell you something. In this show, we had a lot of back-to-back-to-back segments with a lot of Northern European <laughs> warrior <Vikings>? tribe aggression. <laughs> yeah. We we yeah, had no, we, right. we we had we had Germans we had Vikings we had Celts we had a, a <laughs> sword wielding wielding Scotsman. Jesus Christ! <laughs> when you put it like that, it's true. But uh, like I was saying, those chops by Gunther onto Ludwig Kaiser were pretty fucking. <laughs> pretty I mean, I'm good. pretty sure if we go in the actual order, we may actually have the actual order of like. I, I don't know, like some Holy Roman Empire war or something. Oh, or some war of the Habsburgs oh. or something. Oh, fuck. We're going to get fucking the... What can we call them? We can call them the the Saxons. The, or the Germanics. Uh, we can just call them the Northern Europeans. Gunther and the Germanics. The colonials. <laughs> the colonials. Oh, the colonizers. Oh, the colonizers. Colonizers. And I'm not talking about colonizers. Colonizers. No, no, no. Anyway, we get Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey having a face-to-face backstage, and Ronda quickly shoos the interviewer off as Rousey says she likes and respects Liv, and she's a breath of fresh air, Jeff, but she's going to beat her at SummerSlam, and she expects a handshake after she wins. Liv appreciates her candor, and says she can't stare her in the eyes and says she's going to win at SummerSlam because she's better. 
but she can because she loves this business more than she does and she needs this even more and she'll shake hands after she wins Rhonda goes on to say Morgan has more passion than anybody in the locker room except her and uh that's about it I mean first of all when we saw them just before the commercial break sort of getting mic'd up backstage already they already lost my be believability right there because they don't look like they hate each other I mean not that they're supposed to be but let's be honest if Ronda Rousey doesn't absolutely destroy Liv Morgan in a fucking 10 seconds flat I'll be pretty disappointed I like Liv's new ring gear well that that's that's true but other than that it, Jeez. I have no other thoughts on this other than I mean that that was that was it. Your the, the rest of this was completely flat, uninspiring, and I, I mean the whole handshake thing leads me to believe that that one of them is turning heel after this. I I'm assuming they're going to try to keep the belt on Liv, and really? and she'll go for a handshake, and then Ronda will go devious on her. I mean. I, I don't I don't know which I care less about, but I feel like Rhonda doesn't care and as unbelievable is, like I'd rather just Rhonda go away and I can tolerate Liv for a little bit longer. I don't know I don't know the, the SmackDown women's roster right now is so bad. Yeah, it is. They need Sasha and uh Naomi back at this point. And I'm sure they will probably be back now that and we can Bailey. Oh yes, yeah, so what's happening with Batman? She's been no injury free for a long time now let's be honest man well i have no idea about that but but she is going to be in nashville for SummerSlam now does that mean that maybe she's just helping with producing or she's going to be around or whatever or if she's making a return who knows but um but she she is going to be there um also i i mean there's other i mean shotzi and Zaylee. i mean the people with personalities with different with different looks with different routines i mean I mean, Ali has been on TV four weeks in a row. I mean, she doesn't do anything of note, um, but she's been there. I, I don't know. I, I just, I'm, I'm very Aaliyah disinterested in this. Me too. But I, although I'm down for a Rousey heel turn, but I wanted to win the championship. Otherwise, this match is pointless being booked. It's a I wrong don't know for me. Why they would make her heel? I mean, they have Charlotte coming back soon, presumably, and. Like, aren't they trying to make Lacey Evans the biggest heel there is? We'll get to that. And you know what? For the once in my life, when it comes to Lacey Evans, I was impressed with her. But we'll get to that in the moment. We're going to differ this... very, very spoiler. Really? Well, well, there you go. Well, we'll see. Anyway, we get Happy Corbin bum-rushing Pat McAfee at the announcement table good. and beats him down. Came out of nowhere. I liked it. Yeah. It was a great kick, too. As yeah. Pat chases him to the back and gets... The yeah, better of him, just as road agents swarm to pull them apart. That's the only part the I like is that that Pat recovered too quickly, way too quickly. He yeah. pretty much no sold it in many ways, but uh, whatever. But again, he, 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 he did get trained by Adam Cole, so it doesn't. Really oh right, that's true. That's actually very true, which means no selling, Thanks no selling that. at yeah. all. I assume <laughs> that our audience is intelligent to, to get the reference, but you're right. To we probably have new viewers because we're getting new new people all the time, <laughs> for sure. Well, we're all over the world, actually. We, we're breaking into countries that I least expected. And, well, I'll get That's to that right. later. We're on. breaking into them. We're, yeah, we're like, literally, we're taking over North Korea, baby. Well, we're not quite in North Korea yet, but we are in the Canary Islands. What? We are in the Canary Islands. 
if that means uh, anything. Yeah, great. Yeah, listen, yeah. And if you want any live shows from there, just fly us in. Our fees are very reasonable. We'll be happy to stay there for as long as you need. Absolutely. No worries. And also, we in the Bin Salman. Bin Salman must be uh, listening to us because Saudi Arabia is, is into us too, dude. Even okay. China. God damn it. You love Goldberg. <laughs> Me love Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg. I don't want no jewel in my country, but Goldberg, good jewel. We'll do a whole tour. We'll go Bahrain. We'll go to Abu Dhabi. We'll go to Qatar. We'll go to Kuwait. We'll Dubai. You name it. We're, we're, we're gonna. If you've got an emirate, we're there. Oman. And good. I'm skipping Yemen. Oman. We're in Oman. Yeah, Yemen's a bit, you know, a bit chaotic right Oman. now. Oman. We're in Oman. All right. We are in Oman, and uh, also, good morning, Vietnam. Tell, tell me, quietly. please tell me we're in Djibouti. <laughs> no, we're not in Djibouti, unfortunately. Well, we're but we we are in Japan. <laughs> I don't speak Japan. <laughs> Neither do I. But I know a few words. Anyway, we come back from the commercial as Pat McAfee hits the ring already, like we we're saying, he pretty much knows how's his shit, mm -hmm. and cuts a promo before going back to commentary. He has one thing to say to bum ass Corbin. As some are saying he won't be able to cheap shot him or blindside him. They'll go one on one, man versus big dumb bald baby. And when this foot hits his ugly head, he's gonna be he's gonna put him down for a nap for good, bitch. Wow. All right. Bitch. Edgy. Edgy. Epic. Edgy and epic. <laughs> now nah, look, I actually liked Pat McAfee's um promo, as a matter of fact. I think he's pretty good. I usually like Pat McAfee. Tonight was not his best night. I didn't mind it, dude. I didn't mind it. He was being too much of a clown all through SmackDown, but uh, yeah. I, I'm tired with the bum-ass Corbin. I'm tired with the making fun of you know someone because they're bald. Half the freaking wrestling. Oh, come bald. on. Well, it's come just, on not, now, it's I mean, just not funny. I mean, the guy's hairline's the same as mine. I mean, you know. Well, I, the by, by the guy, I mean Pat McAfee. I mean, he's, he's got a big forehead, uh -huh. too. He's not getting younger. <laughs> he's only 32, man. He retired young. Well, then he's got some male pattern balding issues of his own. You know what? When I found out his age, he's, he's like 32, 33. I was like, damn, he looks 40 at least. Even older. I mean, I'm 40 this year. And he looks older than me. Yeah, true. I know. Oh, well, anyway, we get a we get um a new look Viking Raiders, uh, Raiders video package. The, the new, new and improved. That's the right. The vicious. new vicious. Right. And as we see that package, we get New Day joining the commentary team for the next one as Jinder Mahal and Shanky versus the Viking, or the new vicious Viking Raiders in Eric and Ivar. And oh, my sources were wrong. Shanky was on TV. Oh, no. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. Oh, on TV. See, and I see. My sources were wrong. My goodness. Our breaking news is no better. Oh, well. So when we went from Bolognese to Marinara. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that's pretty bad. I've been dipping into the vodka sauce. <laughs> anyway, um, the Viking Raiders end up winning by count out as Adam Pierce. No, 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 no. The new what? vicious oh, Viking oh, Raiders sorry. won in the most vicious way possible a count out. Ah, yes. Okay. A, the new vicious, because that was a vicious way to win, Jeff. If it was the new vicious Viking Raiders, it would have been Lance Archer, Eric Redbeard, oh. and Killian Dane. That would have been the new Ideally, Vicious. Ideally, ideally. Not these two, Troy. These guys are so damaged. Uh, yeah, I do like their theme, their new theme music. I'll give them that. Uh, you know what? 
I don't because Rusev's is closer and better. No, you're right. You're fucking right. I was going to say that. It reminds me of Miro's kind of theme. Very Miro similar. Is louder you're and more on. powerful. There's almost sounds like. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's it's yeah, weird. Whereas, Miro's is more high, like high, like high right, pitch. Like, like, yeah. like a yeah, bassoon. Yeah, yeah. But if they want to do like the Viking thing, like let's watch the show Vikings. Whenever Katagat is, you know, whenever there's a ship in the harbor, you hear what the horn sounds like. It's better than that. Anyway, it you know, the the way these guys look doesn't help any. I mean, the one guy is fat and ugly, and the other one is not physically impressive. So, like maybe if they look like you know, if they both look like Braun Strowman or something, you could you could rehabilitate them despite the garbage because they actually look like they could kick your ass. Like you could do whatever you want with the big show because. At seven foot three, you, you always believe he can beat anybody up. Right, um, absolutely. These guys look so damaged, and the, and the one guy looks like he's like one bratwurst away from a heart attack. I was thinking that. I'm not going to lie. You know what else was going through my mind? Uh, what's the one's name? Is Ivar the one that's going out with uh, what's her name? Um, what's her name again? Oh, was married to well the one the, from the, the Riot Squad, right? So, so, Eric Rowe Sarah. is married to Sarah. Rowe. Oh, Eric Rowe. <laughs> That's he, the he's, the, he's the smaller one. He's the, he's not the, the 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 fat dude that used to be. Well, Hanson. whatever, Wh- whatever. Yeah, you're right. It was Hanson when they were the the War Raiders. Oh, sorry, right. no, the War Machine. Was it the War Raiders? War Machine. That's you see already. WB have freaking pre-programmed me because I used to watch them in New Japan back in the day. Where it seems now no, they were in Ring yes, of Honor. New Japan. They they were in Ring of Honor too, but they were also. Featured heavily in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and they're much more badass. What state is New Japan in? Is it like New York, uh, New Jersey, New Hampshire? It's in the state of all Japan. (laughs) Is that near the All Atlantic? No, it's near the Noah's Ark. Oh, (laughs) ah, see what I did there? See what I did there? But anyway, let's get back to shit. What was I saying? Oh yeah, about uh, Eric Rowan was it that goes that's going out with the Ruby Riots, the former Ruby. I mean, they're married. They they have a kid. Oh yeah, they're married. Well, I feel like they're incest. Do they not look alike? I don't know. I really have never looked they, at either of them. They they freaking look alike, man. Him and his fucking wife, they could pass as brother and his sister. I'm not gonna lie. Well, uh, you know that's a Viking tradition as well. It sure is. It sure is. That's oh, there goes my mouse, <laughs> and it just fell. I, I told uh, you, damn it. You got to clean up so you don't have those vermin. <laughs> anyway, um. We we get MPS is in the office when Sonny Deville rolls up, rolls up to um, to ah. taunt him about his shows turning into disasters, and things will be different if she was in charge. She asked if he still has the money from her fine, and he could hire someone to spurse up his resume. Spruce uh, up. He goes, oh whatever, same shit. He but says she has a match. <laughs> For fuck's sake, Jeff, seriously. He she says looks, she has matched. She, mass- she looked. She looked sexy as a biscuit. She looked like she actually sport. did. She but, she actually did. I won't lie. Yeah. She uh, he goes on to say she has had a match against Raquel Rodriguez, and then leaves mm-hmm. as the brawling brutes enter and we go to break. Um, you know what? I want her back. And I'm talking about Sonya Deville in a management role. I think she suits that role so much better than being a professional wrestler. Which is not a bad thing. I just think she's great for that role. I wouldn't yep. even be mad if they even put her as the general manager of the show. Me either. I, I, I and I liked it when she was trying to undermine Adam Pierce by pretending that she wasn't. That was great. 
The only thing that's a shame is that she's a carpet muncher, bro. Who cares? What's the difference? Yeah, I know. That's true. She doesn't look I mean, like she, a lesbian, you're just, though. You're not going to look at her on TV. It's not like anything's going to happen between the two oh, of them. I know, but she doesn't come across as lesbian. You know what I'm saying? She actually doesn't. She doesn't. I wouldn't think that. I, I don't think it takes away from anything. I think it adds, if anything. Absolutely. No, no, no doubt about it. Anyway, we come back from commercial as Seamus gets on the mic. Well, should I say the brawling boots enter the ring also? Uh, he says there's a stench in the air and he doesn't know if it's the Charles River or the fake Irish in the crowd, which was a great line. Mm-hmm. But tonight they're going to make history. Tonight is the night he was supposed to bro kick Drew McIntyre's head, clean off, and go on to face Universal Champion, the Universal Champion at Clash at the Castle. But Drew tried to cut his head off, so no match until the sword is banned from the ring. As we get footage of McIntyre cutting the, ro- the top rope, and Sheamus has a meltdown over it, saying he'll do whatever it takes to get the sword banned, fella. Enter where, where, Drew McIntyre. Where's Mark Sorry. Sterling when you need him? True, perfect. Perfect, absolutely. Sheamus says Ridge will take Butch out of the ring if Drew puts the sword away and McIntyre obliged. Drew asked when Sheamus became such a bitch and asked where the guy, where's the guy he knew for 20 years is. He says they have a chance to main event the first UK stadium show in 30 years and Sheamus is going to punk out like this. As the current champ is is absent and we need a workhorse like one of them and he wants to have the match right here and now, as Sheamus says, he knows for a fact that man to man, he's he's better and if Drew wants this, wants this fight right here and right now in Boston, he can have it. Just not tonight, Jeff. Ah, so if he wants this match right here, right now in Boston, he can have it, but not tonight. And not tonight. And he got some good heat from it. I mean, I know it was professional wrestling 101, he'll bullshit, right? I mean, right. everyone says this type of shit all the time, but mm-hmm. it works. It, it works to get the heat in the house, wherever, whatever city they're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, absolutely. That, that, listen, this was fine. Anything without the, the sword, that stuff, the the cutting of the ropes and then the fire coming out from two of the turnbuckle posts was absurd. Just, I mean, everything I hate about WWE the last few years. So get rid of the sword. It's stupid. It's not necessary. We get it. You got a big dick. We get it, but come on. (laughs) Anyway, he's a big man. He should have a big dick. If he doesn't have a big dick, that's a, that's a a problem. (laughs) Hey, Um, that's a myth. You know, I know a small fucking dude that's fucking apparently hung like a fucking giraffe. Just saying. All right. Great. Awesome. I'm being serious. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what do you know about giraffes out in anime? Yeah. What well, don't I know? That's true. <laughs> but anyway, let's not get into that. Yeah. I he, um, you shouldn't have. Um, anyway, we, he goes on to say that he spoke to WB Upper Management and they've agreed to run the match next week on SmackDown and the sword is banned. Well, I thought it was always banned. In fact, it'll be good old-fashioned Irish Donnybrook with no rules other than the sword being banned and a selection of fine shillelaghs to hand. If that's oh. what it takes, Drew accepts and Seamus calls Adam Pierce down to make it official. Pierce comes down and makes it official as Drew cuts a shillelagh in half to make a point. And we go to the back after that. But um, cool, I guess. Not that sure. I care. I'm it was fine. Already. I mean, you know, at, at the time when Gunter chopped Ludwig, it, it started to feel oh, like a regular SmackDown. It did. It did. It actually did. You're right. Um, anyway, we do get the Usos backstage when Paul Heyman rolls up to to to, cons- 
to console them about their opponents and partner tonight, encourage them to swallow their dislike of Theory and use him to win the match. Yeah. Any thoughts? I mean, it was fine. It made sense. It was logical. You know, you you knew it was going to uh, backfire somehow, but it was fine. I mean, the problem is, is that you know, the tonight the Usos were playing the role of Seth Rollins, meaning that they had three to four segments during the show. It, it, you know, it's like they have a cast yeah. of like nine per, per show. It's like when they can't can't figure out what to do, they decide let's just focus on three things. Yeah, you're right. And like you said, this is exactly when it feels like a, a traditional SmackDown. But um. Anyway, we go to our next matchup as we get Raquel Rodriguez versus Sonny Deville. And Raquel Rodriguez, Rodriguez wins by pinfall with a one-arm power bomb. And then we go back to a break again. I guess Sonny Deville ain't cutting it in the ring. So hurry up and put it back in a management role on television. All for That's it. And Raquel it. Rodriguez, the smiling. Get her it's, off. It's, it's, get it's, her off. It's overdone. Out of here, please get her away. I can't stand her. And the fact she's with Braun... The match wasn't bad. She's her muscle tone is getting better, but the smiling it's it's over the top. So fake. Absolutely. Right. No, you're right. So um, fake. That's exactly right. So fake. Absolutely. It's a shame she doesn't have fake breasts. But anyway, <laughs> back from commercial once again, speaking of fake breasts, um, we get Lacey Evans getting on the mic after her entrance and complains that her treatment isn't befitting the American he- hero that she is. She runs down the crowd for not accomplishing anything and says she's better than all of us. She nails a liar with a women's right when she tries to get the match started. And that's all she wrote. That's <laughs> pretty much that was done and dusted right there. She did. I did like her promo and she's kind of copied Kurt Angle with her three fucking eyes, but not called the three eyes. But you know what I'm saying? It's, it was the same exact thing as last week. And like, how does. How does that not be much like like why wouldn't the ref at least disqualify her or call it a forfeit? You know, like it was, she nothing. Uh, it was not it was nothing. We were supposed to have a matchup and we didn't, and now we get I, it next I week. The bell the ring, so she doesn't get disqualified, but she didn't she didn't compete, so she got she gets forfeited. She should be 0-2. Aaliyah should be undefeated against her. And believe me, I don't have any need to see Aaliyah in the wrestling ring ever again. That makes that um, makes two of us. It, it, <laughs> She's good looking, but that's it that's it and she's not that good looking i mean she's not no you're right no, you're right and she gets knocked out with one punch both and she doesn't know that it's coming i mean this is about the 14th time she's she's been knocked out dude she's just a dumb blonde without having blonde hair and she's indian from canada so just want to point that out it's, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of data points that i'm not sure what that <laughs> means but okay <laughs> you know how i feel Anyway, oh, right, right, right. It's not just it's not, it's Indians everywhere, everywhere, bro. I don't care if it's male, female, tall or short, uh, kick my dog or not. So, what's an Indian whisper? Is that like a bad joke? Uh, yeah, that's a bad joke. And shout out to all my Indian peeps out there because we do have listeners from India. We do, we actually do. You don't have any, we might. Well, come on. We we look, I'm sure they laughed. They know what I'm talking about. You know, you Indians know how it is. Especially yes, the ones we don't that talk so like, seriously either. Or or stop it, Jeff. You you don't kick my dog like that, okay, Jeffrey? Oh my god. <laughs> I kick your dog. <laughs> you anyway. Win. Hey, the gold medal. 
<laughs> if the Simpsons can do freaking Apu, why they can't I do it? that like 15 years ago? I know, I know, but it doesn't matter. All right, okay. it, it's not the point. Anyway, right. we come back from commercial once again because you're a bad, bad man. No, 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 I'm bad, bad man. <laughs> okay, anyway, Jeff by God Jarrett is interviewed backstage, Jeff, because he's so great. He says it's an honor to be special guest referee at SummerSlam. And everybody has a piece of Double J these days. This is the biggest tag match in SummerSlam history, Jeff. And WWE management knew they needed somebody who'd call it down the middle. And that man is J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R-E-double-T-double-J, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff, there you go. I didn't fucking botch it this time. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I uh, great. All I've got to say is this was one of the high points of the show. He was on for 30 seconds. He got all the lines in. He made allusions to all of the different shows he's in, including the Flair one. He was carny as can be. He hyped (laughs) up the show, the biggest tag team match of (laughs) all time. Come on now. And, you know, whatever. He did everything he was supposed to. He seemed larger than life. He, he had the sleeves cut out. He, yeah, his arms looked buff. He, you know, his hair was his was freshly peroxided uh, <laughs> and permed. Yeah, well, well done. He looked at Kayla. Well he sort of he looked at the camera occasionally. I mean, it it's it's almost like he was a real person who was pretending to be a professional wrestler. <laughs> and he great. He he was. He ain't he great. Was. Or he, he ain't. Is great. I what's the opposite of ain't? Not great. He is great. Well, he's great. He's not not great. He ain't ain't great. How does ain't he great make sense? I don't know. When you really break it down, I mean. But then again, ain't he great? <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah. I was about to do Rollins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Whenever it's a laugh, it, it's always tempted to go into a Rollins hyena. Yeah. I can't help it. I can't help it. Anyway, um, we get another commercial break as the Usos make their entrance. Did I mention Lacey Lacey Evans? Like, not like like a heel. Like, this is like, how do you botch the Sergeant Slaughter thing? How 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 is it possible? How do you botch the Kurt Angle? How do you you, botch? (laughs) You know, Hacksaw Jim Duggan could be a heel by turning on America. How how does this? How is it so boring? And she's good looking and has boobs. And I have no interest in seeing her on my TV already. First of all, she reminds me of Cammy from Street Fighter. Um, remember Street Fighter, the video game? Yeah, I remember this, the video game, but I don't know, remember the characters. Well, Cammy, she's straight up Cammy. But I will say, like look. Camouflage, she is like that a- why she was Cammy? Because she wore camouflage? Well, she was an army vet in the video game. I see, and and so is Lacey. But um, indeed, let's marine. But let's be honest. Oh, she was a marine. There you go. Yeah, I believe she was special forces, not quite uh, the seals per se, because she's a marine, which the marines are part of the navy, not the army. Just quietly. Um, but uh, yeah, look, look, she's killed a lot of people. <laughs> she's a fucking bad bitch. Let's be honest. Has she in a good a way? She has. She's she was a sniper. Uh, Raffles woman, whatever you want to call did it. Did she shoot anyone though? Yes, she did. She did, and she was also part of the SWAT team in the police force. 
Yeah, I know this. I knew she was military police and I think civilian police since she was in SWAT there. But I mean, just because you have those jobs doesn't mean you actually shot anyone. But uh, cool. No, no, apparently she has. She, apparently she's got a good, like, she's killed a few people. Killed a few, an actor. Uh, insurgents, apparently. Wow. Maybe she should, maybe she should kill some fans to get some real heat. <laughs> Any great. Anyway, no, look. I actually did like this promo. Look, I didn't watch SmackDown the week before, so I didn't hear that that promo. But going by tonight, I actually well, you felt saw like it. they replayed the whole damn thing. Well, yes, but I wasn't paying attention at that point. But she got my attention <laughs> with the actual promo, and I actually didn't mind it, especially the way she berated all the Boston people, you know, being town. Because uh, let's be honest, she she wasn't wrong. I mean, come on, <laughs> you listen. Uh, being someone who accomplishes almost nothing on a daily being basis, I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not impressed by her that she accomplishes more before I make the bed because making the bed's a waste of time. It just makes it hard to get back into bed. Well, especially if you wet the bed like she usually does. But um, at this point, well, yes, she she did. She wet the bed, but not tonight. Okay. Well, yeah. Anyway, I, I didn't like this, so and you did, so that's fine. Cool. Well, speaking of not liking, we get. Max, I mean, Maxine Dupree, <laughs> Dupree, formerly known as Sophia Cromwell on NXT, is yes. backstage with Mansoor. <laughs> and, uh, and Velveteen I know he's called Mace. Super size Velveteen Dream. Yes, I mean, that's true. And uh, anyway, oh, yeah. I can't help but think Velveteen Dream would be the perfect fit for this, but whatever. It is what it is. Um, I, I cannot believe they made him like a tram. Like a yeah, train. and I can't look. I'll, I'll give it to Mansoor. He pulls it off and looks like he's liking doing it. Like he actually I, does pull it off. But as far as Mace goes, no one can here we call him Marseille? Is that his name? Marseille now? Marseille. No, no one here is pulling <laughs> anything off. No, no. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know what's going on with with LA Knight. I, I hope he's going to go it's back. Max to Dupree. Action. Jeff. Right, Max, well, LA hopefully, Knight, he'll go, hopefully he'll go back to Max Dupree uh, or LA Knight from Max Dupree. I don't know if this is Dupree. like uh, she's Stephanie and he's Vince and and she hostily took over. But listen, she was definitely wasted with that caveman Von Wagner and that loser Robert Stone. So this is good. She's she's great looking. She never needs to wrestle. She just talks. So it's fine. She can she can have like the Terry Runnels role or you know or you know back in the valet thing. It's it's. It's fine. I have no issue with it being her. Obviously, I want it to be Brandy Rhodes for all the wrong reasons. Um, but this is fine. This is the, the that's great. I just this this thing, this and Judgment Day, like I've said before, these two these two factions make me pine for the good old days of retribution. Really? I mean, they're like they're like groups with like oh, yeah. no reason, no direction. They're out of nowhere. I mean. The, Maximum, listen. I mean, if you're gonna do maximum male models, you should at least have a bunch of models, and you should do more than one outfit a night. Like they should have like changed five times, at least like have it planned. And if if it's too hard to do at the live show, do it pre-recorded and pretend that there's like people have them with ridiculous hats and oversized glasses and taking pictures and paparazzi and you know fake fake the whole thing. You don't need to do it live, and then they come yeah. out in their latest outfit and for their bows. I mean, it ain't that hard. I mean, it's a stupid gimmick to begin with, but at least if you're going to do it, go all the way. I agree. I mean, 
You know what they do need, though, possibly, but I'll get to that in a second. The boys. Laugh. <laughs> well, you know what? Dalton um, Castle and the boys. It would work. I mean, tell me that wouldn't work. I know. With, it uh, wasn't Max. an accident that I pulled that out. Right. I mean, it wasn't I, an accident I, I pulled that out. <laughs> ah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm pulled sorry, it out, man. eh? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> he pulled that out, all right. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, for real, man. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think. Um, that would actually work, but I've got one better, Jeff. When it's ready, because oh, no, uh, here it comes. I know what's coming already. What do you think? What do you think? Come on, I'll give you mother son team. No, hey, well that has been done in WWE before. Remember, uh, was it um, oh, what was those fucking grungy motherfuckers called again? Uh, the two bald guys with the skirts. Oh, Thrasher, the Thrasher and fucking no, no Thrasher and Mosh. You don't uh, remember Thrasher and Bosch? The headbangers. Headbangers. The headbangers. There we go. There we go. But no, it gets better than that, Jeff, because this is what I'll do. <laughs> you don't remember this thing? You really don't? Oh, I'm come not, on, Jeff. I'm, I'm not good with music. I'll give you a clue. It involves Sonny. Was it with Funaki? No, no, but it's with her ex-husband and a certain oh. famous Pritchard, not named Bruce. Dr. Tom and Chris Candida? Yes. Do, do, now, do you remember who, which team I'm talking about? No. Come on, Jeff. The Body Donners, man. Oh, the Body Donners. Yeah, I never liked Come them. on. <laughs> this is what Maximum Male Models is to me, and this is what they need to come out to. Yeah, they need to come out to this while right. they're showing off their legs. You know what I mean? Can you picture Mansoor doing the walk? He'd be like... Yeah. <laughs> you know what or, I mean? Come on. Or, 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 or it could be, you know, Frankie goes to Hollywood or Right Said Fred or something like that. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things. Girls on film, Duran Duran. There's a, there's a whole bunch of things that they could do to make it better. But whatever it is, it still sucks. And have, having Marseille go all femme, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just, that, that's, that's, just you say, that's just as you say, tough wrestle for me. Or at least have him beat somebody's ass three or four times before he, before he brings that out. Like establish yourself as a bad as a badass first. Like I'm, I'm not opposed Crazy. to the character of that gimmick. I, I just think that you show yourself to be a, a badass first, not not a model. And we all remember, you know, the, the failed failed gimmicks before. I mean, the name hasn't even changed. It's Marseille, Jeff. Well, okay, that's not true. Mace. It's a completely different name. You're right. <laughs> completely different, but it's about the same. I said corrected. It's different. <laughs> Come on. Even though that's not how you spell Marseille, WWE, you fools. Just saying. That's not it how you spell it. on Earth 617. And if you're going to use Mace, the name, with the same spelling and call him Marseille, at least put the E with the comma on top, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like the, Marseille. The, the you know the what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right, the accent. Exactly. Use that. So at least, you know, his name will match that. Like Mansoor. It's, you know, it's, it's like Mansoor. Monsoir. You know? A Monsoir. Sorry, my bad. It's all French to me, it seems now. And I don't speak France. And neither do I. Bonjour. Anyway, let's move on from that crap. Because, um, yeah, Mouvoir. Exactly. Nice. I like it a lot. That's a good one. We do get our main event. But I, oh, oh, there was one thing I wanted to touch on. She did say also, before we move on, that that she says her brother has a great has great taste and i'm assuming 
He's told, she's talking about Max, but she thinks of herself as more. Ooh, I wonder what that means, Jeff. She's delicious, and you'll see when she debuts their beachwear collection next week. Right, which yeah. is supposed to be debuted this week. Which was supposed to be, yeah, this week. But it's all about next week, Jeff, because it's Madison Square Garden. Oh, no, it's not. Wait, you smacked no, down at Madison Square wrong. Garden? No, that's I don't know raw. where SmackDown is, but I'm guessing it's somewhere in the southeast because they're Jersey? in Nashville. Jersey? <laughs> uh, I mean, probably Memphis makes sense. Atlanta, maybe? Greensboro? Oh, yes. Know. They are in Atlanta. Sorry, you're right. Okay. They mentioned it tonight on SmackDown. Yeah, that makes that's fixed a lot more times. It does, it does. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> this was fucking, I don't know. But uh, do you think LA Knight, though, is, is done? Do you think we should be worried about him right now? Or this is just nothing to be worried about. Who knows? I no, I don't think so. I mean, because he's a he's a good worker. He's got a good look, and you know he's got a good build, and he can talk. So I, I mean, why would you why would you get rid of him? Well, why are we seeing him? You know what I mean? I what, what, what's happened here? You know what I'm saying? Maybe like, he got I was, COVID. I was kind of surprised. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's all these variants out there. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I, you know, I don't know. Maybe he got into a car accident. I, I have no idea. I mean, you know, maybe we'll find out tomorrow. My my sources say he got COVID. <laughs> what sources are they, Jeff? Huh? Um, it was the assistant press secretary. <laughs> Not the Associated Press? No, the assistant press secretary from the dry cleaner <laughs> in charge of the press machine. <laughs> <laughs> The, the same person oh. who stole Brock Lesnar the wings. Oh, well, there you go. But who sold him the cowboy shit? That's what I want to know. Oh no, I, I don't have those kinds of sources. Oh, well, God I damn do, it, I don't go that deep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's well. Right. Anyway, let's move on to the main event because sure. we get Austin Theory and the Usos in Jimmy and Jay Uso mm-hmm. versus Mad Cat Moss and the Street Profits in Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. Um. I know we've seen this a million times, except now they just want to add in, you know, Mr. Theory and uh, Mad Cat Moss. And right. um, yeah, it was it was fine. It was a good match. It's the same old shit, though. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, I thought that when, um, when Theory tried to um, betray them and the Usos beat him up and then they did the hot tag that that was going to how theory was going to lose but it wasn't the match continued which yeah i was surprised too that's true like i thought maybe he made a mistake when he rolled out of the ring after they put him back in but i I guess not um yeah it was fine i mean i don't understand really why madcap moss is in there i mean people said that Heyman likes him so maybe that's that's the thing and i know they're trying to elevate him and i guess theory and moss could be a could be a feud that makes a little bit of sense, though. If you're trying to elevate both of them, I don't, you know, yeah. one of them has to lose, so it's it's a little odd. Uh, it seems to me that's why you have like people like Cedric and Drew Gulak, uh, you know, on the roster, uh, and, yeah, and Ricochet true. wherever the fuck he is. Um, oh, he's but, he's banging his own theory. If you know listen, what I mean? He's, he's <laughs> doing he's doing just fine. Um, well, yeah, he is. He yeah. is. Just as long as he keeps his fingers out of where the sun don't shine. You know what I'm saying? That's all what I'm saying. The, Just... well, the guy does something once and films <laughs> and broadcasts it. Once, you think. Once. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. That's got to be. I bet his missus ends up freaking fucking him instead. I'm just saying. Strap-ons, anyone? <laughs> Ain't well, he great? 
Well, we know at least two of his mistresses, so I mean, we can't wag our finger too much at him. <laughs> hey, he's wagging my finger right there. All anyway, right. all right. Uh, so, let's move back to the match. You know, let's, let's go back to yeah. You know, let's forget about Pretty Ricky for the matter uh, for the moment. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ricky. so this was all right. This was all about everyone hates theory. You know, basically everyone hates Chris, and then the. You know, just when you think Theory's going to get his way and then, you know, get the last laugh on everyone, the music hits. Yeah, it hits. And the crowd it goes crazy. Clear. <laughs> All I want to say is I had the biggest smile on my fucking face yeah, when Brock hit the building and he was walking around like a shark. He's even got a plat on his fucking head now. And uh, he's looking more Viking than the Raiders. And looking more cowboy than fucking Adam Page. That's 70s guy. That's what I'm going to call him from now on. Yeah, it is not Adam easy to, to look simultaneously like a cowboy and a Viking at the same time, but somehow he pulls it off. <laughs> oh, excuse me. He definitely pulls it off because you know what, Jeff? That's what you call talent, my man. He really is a beast. I mean, he just. He really he, is. Yeah. He does. He really he, fucking is. Like, I, I don't think that humans are supposed to be built the way he's built like you know there are people bigger than him and more muscular and whatever it's just he's like he's like drawn like how like drawn he's built like how some comic books draw like exaggerated long limbs and the shoulders so much thicker than like the arm and then the forms are thicker it's just it's just it's 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 like his his pecs like take up two-thirds of his torso it's it's it just it's just crazy and not like abdullah the butcher style it's just i don't know he he looks like a comic book character he looks like somebody out of a video game oh no doubt and you know what he's truly the only guy from that generation well not from his generation but from today's generation that looks like not only a professional wrestler but as a comic book character like you said legitly like he fits the mold of your prototype, not only professional wrestler, but just a killer. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to build some sort of super soldier, he's the man for yeah, that. He, like, he, he's perfectly. He's in the running. I mean, I'm not going to say he's the only, but he, 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 I mean, I think all around he's got, I mean, you know, Roman Reigns is a pretty good package. I mean, Wardlow, Killer Cross looks, you know, but he's yeah, much bro. bigger than Killer Cross, bro. I know, but but I mean, they they these are people who look great. Okay. Braun Strowman is a scary looking guy, but the uh, Braun Strowman, please. Dude, <laughs> six foot eight, three hundred pounds. I mean, you know. Yeah, but big for nothing. He's dumb as dog shit. Lashley's the only exception. I mean, he freaking looks like Superman. He does. He's the only exception. I mean, he's the black version of Brock Lesnar. Let's be honest. Yeah, but I a mean, more he be Luke Cage power man. Absolutely. If you, if you, man, you could make a comic book with Brock and Lashley, and I reckon it would sell. Mm. I truly believe that. If these two guys were video game characters, that would be cool. And they are video game characters because you, you can use them in WWE 2K22 Fair and enough. other ones in the past. But seriously, like uh, Pat McAfee would always say, what does he used to say? He's the evolution of our species, whatever the fuck he says. It's fucking true. He really is. And uh, you know what? I don't care what people say about Brock. Every time he's on my TV screen, I'm interested and I'm happy to see him. That's so yeah, it, yeah, it is what it is. You can't turn away. He's he's got he's got a presence. He's got an unmistakable charisma about him and a presence that you have you have to you have to watch. 
He's smiling. You want to smile with him, and you, but you're still That's scared sweet. of what he's smiling about. When he's looking scary, he looks like menacing. So yeah, yeah I mean, sure. he, he, he was he was made for this. I mean, that that is that is correct. So it was a good end. Listen, this this SmackDown in the middle was just okay, which these days for WWE programming is practically an inside the park home run. The bookends were good. It started good. It ended good. There were some parts of Miller were good and okay. There are a few parts that were bad, but as far as SmackDowns were concerned, and compared to Rampage that followed it, I mean, I'm going to give this oh. a six and a half just because of just because of the, the swerve at the end and and being right. Yeah, I'll give it a seven actually, and and that's probably being a little too generous, but like you said, I'm just happy that we're right, and Jeff is ready for bed <laughs> right about now. So in saying that, I think we'll call it a night because we've done a lot of shit as it is tonight. Yeah. That all rhymed, funny enough. Um, but I just want to point out that Madcap Moss in the Street of Profits did win by disqualification. And uh, Brock Lesnar ends the show by kicking the shit out of theory with the briefcase, which has no contract in it, just quietly. Yeah, a couple, so, couple of non matches to disqualification. Like two, yeah. two actual finishes. Yeah, well, look, SmackDown was a story of. Like, it was good from the start to the middle, then it went downhill pretty quick. But it ended strong, so hence why I give it a 7. It could have been more, but it wasn't. But it is what it is. I'll give him a chance. For what it was, it was still good enough, though, and I was happy. And it destroyed Rampage, just be honest. Yeah, so, I um, mean, it, it felt better after Rampage, which was truly awful. Absolutely. And you can, you can see what we said about that on, on, on Uncaged. So, yeah. Right here on, on the PWC Network. Plus, next time, that, though, Kevin Panetta was there as well, so... Right, he was, and Sexy Time was meant to join us also on the Smack Talk, or, but um, I guess he couldn't make it because he had to go to bed pretty early because he's got a big night. Well, he's got a big event tomorrow in, in uh, Hamburg, right. Pennsylvania. He's got he's he's got a big uh, wrestling convention kind of thing going on. He does, and he's actually a professional wrestler nowadays. You can call him a worker. So yeah. So if go you're on and your boy. If you're anywhere near that, check it out. Or if you're online, you can probably do some online shopping and you know help them out and support the talent that are there. Um, you know, a lot of wrestlers are dropping out of wrestling, so you know if, if you can help that, you know, do so. AQA and Biff Busick, former Oni Larkin, both quit wrestling this very week. Wow, really? Yeah. No way. Way. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. You know what? I don't even give a shit anyway. I don't care how good they are in the ring. They're, they're done. So that's all who cares. They're, they're pretty plain. But anyway, in saying that, Jeff, tell them where they can find you so we can take it home. Yeah. Garden of Doom is my uh, podcast that is uh, occult, esoteric, that kind of thing. Uh, cryptids, you know, uh, some pop culture. Garden Views is its cousin show on the same feed, more topical and uh, sort of news adjacent. Uh, some legal thrown in there as well. Kind of like Hangover is my primary uh, wrestling podcast with Big Dad, Daddy Cool Steven Pena. All are on the PWC. Um, some are on Hummy Media Group. All are on the PW Hustle. And I'm occasionally on Channel Attitude as well, with uh, usually with Jimmy. And, uh, and of course, you can find me here oftentimes on the PWC, sometimes more often than not. Today, we did four shows, including one extra extra. So... Uh, and uh, and also uh, uh, Machismo Monday uh, Raw Talk uh, just dropped also. Talk, I was actually listening talk. to that while I was waiting. So yeah, that's where you can find me. Uh, 
Twitter, it's at IcarusFellMD. And all of a sudden, after being on Twitter for two years, now I want followers. So follow me. Jimmy is either really happy with what I just said or he's frozen. So you can follow him at, D, at DJ FX or at the PWC. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the PWC network, pwc.com, network.com. Uh, Amy Jeff, there you go. No, there you go. I was trying to do all your plugs for you. You disappeared um, too, by the way. So I don't know if anyone heard heard you, but if you want to say it again, you can. If nah, not, just right. you can watch the other shows and you'll find me. <laughs> follow me here, but not actually there because I'm not Brock. I'm at DJ Mass Effects and also at the PWC Network on Twitter. Also, like and subscribe at the PWC Network Hamid Media Group, PW Hustle, ChannelAttitude.com, and TheBlowOffPod.com. And I think that covers it. So in saying that, I'm Jimmy T. He's Dr. Jeff Lippman. And Lily in the background there. And I am Brock Swerve Lesnar. And he is the unswerved. And you've been listening to the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk right here on the PWC Network in our two-piece Fridays every Friday. In saying that, Goodbye. (laughs) Stay evil, my friends. That's right.